fashion insider friends. What is up? This is the Fashion Crimes Podcast, where I cover all things fashion, style, shopping, style inspiration, and interview incredible small business owners who are changing the fashion industry for the better. Yes, I'm the best friend you never knew you needed and the poster child for fashion over 40. And I mean, way after 40. Say it with me. Fashion and style are your friends, not your enemies. I'm Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, and let's keep it real, the only Holly you need to know. Turn it up, because I got a lot to say, and I am super stoked you're here. Fashion besties, what is happening? This is Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, coming back at you with an incredible, incredible guest that I literally have in my back pocket. I'm very lucky. We are on this 2024 trend of how to elevate our style, how we're going to improve what we are buying so we can feel better about ourselves and we can really understand what clothes and style and fashion can really do for us as fashion over 40. Lucky for you, my bestie, Chloe Benetti of Savannah, Georgia, has joined us today of Madison and Fifth Luxury Retail and Luxury Resale. Chloe, welcome to the show. Holly, thank you. What an honor. Finally made it to your podcast. I know, I know. (laughs) Chloe and I have been friends for 100 years. We lived in New York together at the same time. We've been through jobs and boyfriends and everything else together and it has been so fun to see Chloe really blossom and what she's best at in her career and find her way. And it's just been so fun to witness that. Chloe, can you give us a little bit of how you started out in luxury resale and what inspired you to get there? Yes, of course. So Holly and I, as she mentioned, we've worked together in a men's fashion company eons ago, many, many years ago, as the old people say, moons, like many moons ago. Yes. So that's actually how I got started in fashion. Uh, that was my first ever fashion job. Now, it's, technically, it was a fashion job. It was a startup fashion job. So Holly and I got started there. Um, well, not Holly, but myself. After that, I went on to support a fashion director of Rent the Runway. And that really kind of gave me my first exposure in luxury fashion and design. She was very well connected in the fashion industry. With her exposure and connection, I was able to kind of tap into that whole luxury um, fashion arena and world. And then I went on to corporate finance. But when I say corporate finance, basically just me working for billionaires and multimillionaires (laughs) that... basically give me more exposure to the luxury world. Now, I've always been a, lo- a reseller online since 2012, even through many jo- a couple of jobs, uh, full-time jobs with that. So it's always been a cre- my creative outlet. Um, I feel like, you know, being in finance especially was just so monotonic. Uh, you basically just follow whatever your executive has ordered you to do. And there's not much creativity in there. So my creative outlet was uh, luxury reselling online. 
And of course, with the rise of um, sustainability fashion in fashion, that just kind of like solidified my my love for luxury resale. And I cultivated a side gig out of that. Now, when I finally quit my job in finance this year or 2023, sorry, 2024 now. So weird. (laughs) Unbelievable. Um, in 2023, I, you know, kind of tap uh, internalized questions and stuff like that. And what am I good at? And it always comes back to luxury reselling. So that's how I made it like a full-time career and decided to just jump into it and say like, this is going to be my career and my business now. That's how I got started in reselling. I've been reseller. I want to been one of Poshmark's early resellers since 2012. So let me translate that for you. When we were in New York, Chloe started on Poshmark and it was new and they had conventions and they had a very strong community and she was getting things from sample sales and friends and relatives and reselling it and then she was like this mega mega seller on Poshmark and so she kept going and all of a sudden she had all these storage units full of shit and she was working full time and I mean and when I when you think about Devil Wears Prada it's just like that except in finance Chloe correct me if I'm wrong and it's just so demanding and 24 hours and you handle these people's lives and their kids and their pets and their travel and their restaurant reservations and their friends in town. It's you, you just handle their whole life. So it's very, very demanding, but you found this way to make extra income, which was very impressive. So you had great stuff. And then all of a sudden it was three years and you had three storage units full of shit and you just sat on it, sat on it, sat on it. And then all of a sudden, when you decided to move, tell us about the space you're in now. I decided to take a break from corporate finance. I figured I have a great resume to back me up. So I figured I could go back to it whenever I'm ready. So, but I needed a break. I was getting burnt out. I had a baby and, um, Teddy, yay! Um, <laughs> which was really a life-changing occurrence to my in my life. So I wanted to spend a little bit more time with him. Plus, I was really stressed out of work. I figured I wouldn't want nobody should be that stressed out. So I took a break. We came down to our house in Savannah, Georgia, and I believe it or not, I was on my way to drop off consignment for my stuff in New York to one consignment store down here in Savannah. And I was like, oh, yeah, let's go take a walk. And boom, I was pushing stroller on the sidewalk. And I saw across the street in the the design district in Savannah, there is this cute little space that was for lease. And it sparkled uh, and reignited my and my desire to always own a business and be my own boss and maybe bring luxury resale into Savannah because there was no access to luxury resale in Savannah at that time. I mean, there were stores that would be selling, you know, occasionally Louis Vuitton or something, but nothing of the magnitude that 
uh, Madison and theft has brought it. So I decided to jump ahead and go ahead and to open my own store. This was has been since 2000, so 11 years in the making at this point. And I've had, as Holly has mentioned, I've had storage units full <laughs> of stuff. My husband called me a hoarder. But <laughs> it's not hoarding are, when you're when you have luxury items and luxury bags. You're not hoarding. Exactly. Right? It's never hoarding. Not in my not in our world at least. Right. So that's that's basically I found this place. I, I reached out to the to the landlord and we made a deal and boom, I opened a store. Now I took over the store in ju- in June to that twenty twenty three. I first opened a pop up shop in the end of June without any furniture but we were selling bags so that was the most important thing and i kind of just like dedicated 100 percent of my attention into it i poured my heart and soul into business and i made sure that everybody or at least in savannah i bring a little bit contribute to the fashion re- landscape in savannah and that in the best way i know how which is luxury resale I love that story. The space is amazing. Super cute. I was there for the store opening. Chloe was kind enough to let me do a book signing. But let's switch gears a little bit. Let's talk about luxury bags. The besties at the Fashion Crimes podcast, they love, yeah, sure, I'd love to have a bag, but who's got $5,000 sitting around extra? Tell us how you price your items and tell us how you can help someone educate them for the first time about why owning something is an investment, like like a bag. Well, basically, our product is curated um, collection of second-hand um, luxury designer items, and um, that caters caters to discerning customers who appreciate high quality like uh, products, high quality bags, craftsmanship, and um, timeless style and design and uh my customer base someone who believes in sustainability through luxury pieces i carefully select each item to ensure that authenticity conditions and people that would be my target customer desire these pieces and when talking about target customer is someone who again who values luxury and sustainability without paying full price now, walking through price point and your and how to carefully select bag that you would eventually use for years and years to come, I always say, if this is for first and foremost, if this is your first time buying a luxury designer bag, go with a classic style. You can never go wrong. For first time buyer, it is often best to opt for classic and timeless designer bag because I ask my I ask my customers is this going to be your go to bag or do you have a collection of 40, uh, 40 designer bags that kind of give me an idea of like oh yeah this is my first designer bag ever and I love that they would spend uh they wouldn't pay full price for uh for the first time that they would buy designer with that being said, classic styles like tote bags, crossbody, or shoulder bag in neutral colors such as black, brown, and nude are versatile and can be easily paired with different outfits. That already put you in a good spot with your 
that investment piece. Because let's be honest, designer bags are not cheap, especially with skyrocketing resale prices now. Retail in itself has skyrocketed over the years. And Chanel, when I bought my when I bought Chanel bag many years ago, I must have paid less than three thousand dollars for it. Now you cannot walk out of a Chanel store without eleven paying eleven thousand dollars. That's a monumental increase in pricing. So number one is always go for classic style. That's my advice to people that just started with collecting or really, if this is the only designer bag that they want, always go for a classic. Then a second one is consider your lifestyle, really. Think about your daily activities and lifestyle when selecting the bag. If you need a bag for work, a structured tote or a satchel might be a good choice for you. Or if you're looking for a bag for everyday use, a crossbody bag or a medium side shoulder bag can be more practical because then your easy access to your essential items inside. And because I'm in the luxury resale space, I always tell my customers or my clients to choose quality over quantity. Whether you're a 21-year-old girl or a 65-year-old lady, investing in high-quality designer bags is a smart choice, always. Designer bags are known for their craftsmanship and durability, which means that it will last you for many, many years with proper care. It's better to have one well-made designer bag that you love and you use for a long time rather than multiple lower-quality bags that may not stand, you know, multiple use. So that's why the designer resale market is on the rise and will continue to rise and gain popularity in the years to come because people are choosing quality over quantity. And aside from that, from the three things that I've already mentioned, consider versatility. Look for a designer piece that can be dressed up, dressed down. Holly is phenomenal with this. <laughs> I know you always consider about, you know, bag that you could use dressed up or dressed down, especially if you don't have multitude of bags in your collection. Make sure that one bag is not just good for one occasion. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure that you get a lot of use out of it, especially if it's a designer bag, because again, it will stand, stand tests of time. So versatility is a huge factor in choosing a designer bag. Uh, and then I always say research the brand or the designer that you're buying before making a purchase. Research the brand and familiarize yourself with their signature styles, the material that they use, the design elements. Uh, this will help you make an informed decision and ensure the bag aligns with your personal style. Holly, being a personal stylist, I'm sure you recommend this to your customers and your clients. The last thing that I would say is try it on if possible. Visit a store, try it on the bag before making that purchase. Because let's be honest, as I mentioned earlier, designer bags are not cheap. And a lot of stores nowadays are either final sale or you cannot return, Um, you know, obviously, especially in resale. So if you buy something in resale, you better make sure that that fits your lifestyle, you consider the size and all of that fun stuff, because it will, you will have it for a long time. And if returns and exchanges are not allowed, and you're stuck with something that you may not use. And also trying it on, this will give you a better idea of how it looks and feels on you. 
make sure that you pay attention to the weight, the comfort, straps, and all of that elements, and your body shape. Holly, you're huge in this, so make sure that the back doesn't look like it's crowding you too much. It's overwhelming your body. And lastly, I guess I would say is take care of your investments. Just because you bought a Chanel bag doesn't mean you, you just let it sit in your closet or use it for so many times without taking care of it. Again, designer bags are investment. Make sure you properly take care of bags. You condition, and um, I always try to tell my customers, try and clean it and condition it every six months. After all, special designer, high-end designer bags are made of real leather. You want to make sure to maintain the quality and the appearance of the leather. So I guess I gave you uh, a lot of points to, to consider there, but remember, Buying a designer bag is an investment. So take your time, do your research, choose a bag that you will truly love and enjoy uh, using for years to come. Because what's good of buying a designer bag if it's sitting in your closet and collecting dust? That was so impressive. I mean, wow, that was just everything that I could have asked you right there. I want you to show a couple of things that are behind you. Can you show one Maybe what's the pink bag up there behind you? And P.S., you guys, get on our YouTube channel. If you're listening right now, you can see the video and see what she's sharing. And please tell people to watch our YouTube channel because we need it. Okay, what's the pink behind you? The pink bag behind me is Balenciaga, believe it or not. It's actually It's really cute. So that's the Balenciaga bag. Love it. Does it have a strap? It does have a strap. You can short. You can use it as a short strap, or you could make it long and use it as a crossbody. That's I love that bag. And can you tell us the price of that, Chloe? Yes. Yeah, so the price of this bag is four fifty. Even though she's petite and really just a compact size, but it packs a punch. She's very stylish. And very versatile in terms of color. If you wear something black all day long, you could just add this and pop of color. I love it. Your outfit is made. That full price would be how much? Would probably be around a $700 to $800 mark. Amazing. And it's in great condition. Chloe does not have anything that she does not hand inspect that she puts on her shelf. So even though it's gently used, you would never know. And that's the beauty of buying secondhand. And Chloe, would you agree with this? If you're going to buy a bag and you're like, I'm going to buy a designer bag. I want to try it. I want to see secondhand is the way to go. It's cheaper. They're usually in immaculate condition. I mean, immaculate. And that way you're not spending as much. And believe me, your ass is going to be hooked anyway. I mean, hooked. Exactly. I have a mantra that I don't pay full price for anything. (laughs) There's so much more secondhand designer pieces nowadays that doesn't get as much love. Why not invest in pieces that will last you forever without paying full price for it. And Holly has mentioned about how my pieces are all in immaculate condition. First and foremost, when I'm sourcing something for Madison and Fifth, my process usually includes rigorous research. I do make sure that I'm constantly updated 
with the latest trends and the designer bags in the market and what products or what designer pieces holds value. So I do a lot of research to identify the most sought after luxury products. And then I lean on to my trusted suppliers. I have established relationships and with trusted suppliers in Paris, Milan, uh, people in Hong Kong, in the Middle East, in Dubai. I've worked with multiple trusted suppliers who specialize in authentic designer pieces. Very important. Uh, they go through a rigorous vetting process and ensure that authenticity and quality of the products that they provide are top-notch. And then when I receive the product from my suppliers, I double authenticate everything. You never know. One item could just pass through inspection. We never know. Maybe someone is an off day. I don't trust 100% fully that everybody's always on their game. So I double check everything. When I receive it, I use an AI-based authentication company called Entropy. So anything $500 in my store will come with an authenticity certificate from Entropy. And Entropy has been very reliable. They've financially backed any of their certificates. So if you have a certificate from Entropy, and you bring it your bag somewhere else and they tell you they're not it's not real, Entropy will pay you what you paid for the bag. Wow. So they have they have skin in the game and that's why I love about them. So I make sure that any bag in my store, whether it is hundred dollars or ten thousand dollars, are all authentic. It's the most important thing to me. Nothing could get through my authentication process and that's not authentic. So I don't know. We have not <laughs> had that problem yet, which is, you know, a plan to keep it that way. So Chloe is triple checking, triple checking, triple checking. Not only do I check the authenticity, I assess the condition. I carefully assess the condition of each item and ensure that it meets our standard. I inspect any signs of wear, damage, and imperfection. And if there is, I usually disclose this information to my customers transparently. I think that's very important when someone is buying. I don't want them to be surprised like, oh, there's a hole somewhere. Oh, there is this. I don't want them to be surprised when they buy something from us because we are a non-return, no return store. We do exchanges though. I make sure that they got something that they love and that will last them for many minutes. So that's for my sourcing process. I think that's incredible. And I love that you, you know, you really put your customer first. You triple check, you make sure you inspect every piece. Let's talk about the clothes that you have for just a minute. So yeah, Chloe does sell clothes as well. And tell us some of the designers that you sell. I carry from Baltimore to Jonathan Simkai to, I'm trying to think, Farm Mont- Rio. Montse. Monse, yes. Uh, I have a very, very wide range of designer. I do try and stay on top of like mall brands. I don't carry yeah. mall. That's the line where I draw because you could buy that mall. I try to stay on on the higher end designer pieces or something that you normally would not pick out. Um, you know, in a regular in a thrift store. So for the brands that I carry. I even have Chanel uh, jacket and cardigan in my store right now. So nice. it's a very, very wide range of designer. 
I have Louis Vuitton in terms of like shoes. I have Louis Vuitton, Fendi, huge. I have Hermes. I have a huge product collection. So uh, you could pick anything out of my of my shelf, and it, you could be guaranteed that it's either high end designer or something unique. Uh, that's what I try to carry in my store. And I always say to the best, try one thing. Just try one thing. You don't have to have this balling ass, like crazy, you know, collection. I myself have about six high-end designer bags, but that's it. And that's not very much. I mean, people have tons and tons, 30, 40 bags. I, I have about six that I rotate. I don't really need and for my lifestyle, Chloe has a ton of bags. I can borrow from her, P.S., because she's my bestie, like for Fashion Week and stuff. I do borrow a bag for a day or two or and bring it, you know, and bring it back. But I do it just for photographs. But I, it's just important that you pick one thing that Chloe said is a classic. Even though it might not be your exact style, you'll have it forever. And I have a Chanel bag. I am not a Chanel customer at all. And I have one tote and another bag that I'll have forever. And I will use it. I can pass it down. It's going to only go up in value. And it's not like a car where you drive it off the lot and then it decreases in value. It increases in value. So Chanel is the hot thing right now. It is crazy to buy a you know a new Chanel bag. It's almost like Birkin prices, but there's a lot of other companies that are up and coming that will you know fashion is a cycle. It's ever changing. Buy something that speaks to you. Can you show us the Prada bag behind you, the black one? Super cute, super cute, and this is a mesh bag with sequins. Ooh, I love it. This is so fun it's great you could use it at the pool i was just about to say yeah you could use it at the pool or you could dress it up and go to dinner or you could travel you could, you travel could definitely with travel with it it's spacious enough to accommodate all your essentials i love this product this is brand new um never been used so in my store i have a whole but a, a huge array of pieces whether they've been used before, pre-loved, as we love to call it, or brand new pieces like this product tote that nobody has carried before. And how much is that? This one is $9.50. And that would be double in the store. Absolutely. It's probably $2,000 yeah. store. And it's still current season. So, yeah, we you get a really good deal in my store on... Um, I try to, aside from the fact to sharing and giving access to high-end designer, I want to try, it's important to me that my customers are getting a deal. I'm a deal hunter. Yeah. I pass the deal on to my customers and to, you know, there's no reason. If I don't pay full price, nobody should pay close to full price, even in my store. Okay, show us one more bag, the orange one. Show us that one. This orange one is the Bottega Benita bag. It's a very cute bag. Cute. You could carry like this, or you could open it and carry it as a crossbody. And that's leather, 100% leather? 100% 
leather. Beautiful. Bottega is very known for their buttery, soft leather. So, yes, very cute bag. And Bottega has got, came, had a huge comeback last year or the year before. Um, so, they all the pieces are coveted now. Everybody, you know, the younger generation even wants Bottega, yeah. which is absolutely bonkers to me because the Bottega used to be. I, I used to call it an old lady bag. Well, is no. it an older, is it more mature customer? I mean. For sure. Now, young generation, younger generation wants a Bottega bag. And I've had customers that young generation, very in the 20s, that would come in and ask for a Bottega bag. I was like, mind blown. I mean, and Chloe has sunglasses, wallets, which are a huge seller, bracelets, earrings. I mean, and her store is small or on the smaller side. It's not a department store, but she's got a lot of great things to choose from. And I, what I really love is women supporting women. We need to support local businesses buying sustainable products coming from a reputable seller and yes you can do it online or you know if you're in savannah or in the surrounding areas you can certainly go in and visit her but chloe how can we find you online i'm active on instagram so we have a good following on instagram and we post the new stuff that comes in on instagram quite often and also i have a website it's www.sharpmadisonandfifth and5th.com. So yeah, we've been cultivating and kind of uh, making sure that every designer pieces that we have in store, some of them don't make it on the website, but <laughs> it will sure get posted on Instagram for sure. So make sure to follow us at Shop Madison and Fifth on Instagram. I'll probably put it. In oh yeah, I'm gonna put it in the show notes and. Anybody who hits Chloe up, you know, make sure you tell her you found her on the Fashion Crimes podcast. Chloe, I want you to leave us with one like mantra or saying or something that you do to keep you going every day. As we are women supporting women, how do you keep yourself going? Give us a truth bomb. Well, since I'm in the luxury resale space, um, I guess my favorite mantra or favorite Truth bomb I go by uh, daily is reduce, reuse, resell. Let's embrace the circular fashion economy. You know, the reuse, uh, reduce part is the first step in promoting sustainability and luxury resale is to reduce our consumption. Instead of constantly buying new luxury items, we can focus on pur- purchasing fewer high quality pieces that we truly love and we will use for a long time. By being mindful of our purchases, we can reduce, you know, the demand for new products and maximize, minimize the environmental impact of fashion. A lot of people know if you're a fashion, if you've been following fashion trends and, and the styles for a long time, you know that fashion is one of the biggest contributor to our landfills and to the impact. I guess impact nowadays everybody's thinking about sustainability. How can we reduce our impact to the environment? Well, how can we increase our overall impact and lessen, um, you know, a problems that eventually will arise? And I guess that my way of helping and contributing to that is to reduce, reuse, recycle, or resell as my favorite mantra, being a reseller. And um, 
let's help each other as women, as human beings, any way we can. That's the best way I know. Yeah, even if you just buy something small or even if you just engage with Chloe online, I mean, that is women supporting women. So it's really important that we do that for our friends and our friends of our friends because you never know what you're going to need. You might need a bag one day and you might be like, I don't have time. Let me go on Shop Madison and Fifth. Let me see if she has anything in my price range. You reach out to her, boom, bam, she mails it to you, done and done. So it's it's a great resource, not only for people who are in luxury, but for people that are really thinking about starting to get just one thing. Get one thing, see if you like it. Then, I mean, you don't have to just be, I only like Chanel, I only like this. I, I have all kinds of stuff because I don't like just one brand. And like I said, I got some sunglasses from Chloe. They were an amazing deal. I tried them on three days in a row. She's like, if you don't buy these sunglasses, I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, no one's tried them on but you. So I totally got them. We got a great deal. And I love that. So it's just important to me to support people that are really changing the fashion industry for the better, Chloe. And that's what you are doing. And it is such an honor to be your friend. And it is so, so exciting and and empowering to watch you shine and watch you blossom. So we love you. We support you. We are, are, I have been to Savannah 10 times. I mean, I I've never been until Chloe moved there. And she's like, Holly, this house is for sale. Holly, look at this apartment. <laughs> Holly, go get this. Cause I'm staying with her. And she's like, look at this place. And Jonathan's like, we've been there so much and we love Savannah now. So it's, it's really exciting to see your career grow. And then Chloe's going to buy another store and let me run it. Perfect. So, <laughs> um, so we'll, we'll tackle that the next episode, but make sure you guys check out the color of the year, which is 2024 peach fuzz, which we talked about. We talked about Morgan Smith, also from Savannah, from the brow bar. Make sure you check out that episode. You want to have the perfect brows. You got to be friends with Morgan Smith. She's amazing. Chloe, thank you so much for joining us. We will be watching you, engaging with you, shopping from you, becoming customers from you, and sharing all of your products because we love to support women-owned brands. And I yes, I have a cold. Sorry, my nose is stuffed up. But thank you so much for joining us. We are the Fashion Crimes Podcast here where we are fashion over 40, way over 40. I'm Holly, the hostess with the mostest. Y'all have a great fashionable, fashionable week. Let me know what you want to hear. Send me a DM. Send me a question. Holly at Fashion Crimes Podcast or Holly at Holly Kate Styling dot com. Bye.